This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Ryback Show Monday Live, presented by Feed Me More Nutrition Premium Supplements for Men and Women, sweetened with Stevie Unmonk Fruit, no artificial sweeteners or colors, vegan-friendly, feedmemore.com. Save 20% as always, just for listening to this show or watching. Discount code RYBACKSHOW20 at checkout on feedmemore.com. Appreciate everybody. We're streaming on Instagram and TikTok, the big guy Ryback. 22. We're over on YouTube at Ryback TV, Twitch at Ryback Rules, and uh, Periscope at Ryback. In breaking news I saw before I was going live, I've just been notified uh, via my Instagram feed on the tablet that uh, Long John Silvers is going to be having vegan fish options. Vegan fish options at Long John Silvers for my fast food for the fish lovers out there. And uh, I know there was something else going on as well uh, with Subway. There was something, I guess, Subway, uh, and and also, this isn't as breaking. This was out, I believe, last week. Uh, The Subway tuna fish uh, actually did not contain any fish DNA uh, whatsoever, um, which I think is actually kind of a positive. Um, but But that leads to the question is, what exactly is in that Subway tuna fish? Good to see all of you guys. Good to see all of you. I appreciate it as always. I've had a fantastic training session today. Fantastic. And uh, arms, neck, and uh, some stretching on the shoulders, scar tissue work prior and after, which there's more of that later. Great week on that. I posted a video as well on Instagram of the tissue, tissue that is that would not break, that was like bands in the back, uh, back there in my rear delt actually, We've been doing two months, if not longer. It's been this has been years, this whole thing. But this particular area, I could feel the tissue and my range of motion was limited in certain areas. And the tissue was like bands. And it was we did dry needling and cupping, uh, along with dr- the scraping and things for, for over two months, probably the last four or five, along with body work from the other therapist every week. Right. And then finally, the tissue started cracking maybe about a week ago. It was getting little pops and I go, oh, this stuff is starting to go. And within I mean, I got it worked on yesterday. The last two days I broke up so much. I'm talking I put the video up. You could hear it on the video. And that was nothing. That was just I hours worth the last two days, probably three and a half, four hours. No joke. The last I would say two, three days. 
on that, but specifically the last two from yesterday to today after she worked on it, it just started going. And uh, man, it feels amazing. And that is allowing me to break up even more in a couple other areas, which will then revisit that again tonight. And it's just my range of motion just keeps getting more and more and more. So it's, uh, I know it's repetitive. I talk about it, but this is my life right now. It's grinding, feed me more nutrition, morning to night, training and getting my shoulder. Because if I can't get my shoulder, I got to get that shoulder to a point. And then it's add in a bunch of others. Uh, I don't want to cuss. It's going to, which I'll cuss probably in the next 10 minutes, but stuff um, moving forward. So uh, that's what's going on with that. I feel great. And uh, went and got Dutch Brothers coffee today. They built a new Dutch Brothers uh, coffee down the road from me. And uh, the line has been ridiculous the past week. I've actually gone by there several times. To, to like, ah, I've had it one time. And one, and, and I'm, you know, I like these Starbucks cups. I don't know about you guys. The big guy, I'm a fan of Starbucks. What I'm not a fan of is Starbucks has done another price hike on the black coffee. I feel like the guy like me getting the black coffee in this day and age with people ordering like 50 things there, I feel like I should be, you know, I feel like the price of the black coffee should never be touched. They, they have so many other ways. I feel like you shouldn't punish the, a simple man. A simple man that just likes his black coffee. I always order a large black with two ice cubes. I don't say venti. I don't say the, I don't use their language. I use, I use the big guy, American language. Give me a large black coffee, two ice cubes, please. If you ever watch, I always say please. Price of that coffee, since my time that I can remember, was always $2.87. Yeah, sure. You're paying a premium for some good black coffee, but I, I'm a partic in particular a fan of the Starbucks black coffee. Well, COVID happened. COVID comes around. So what does Starbucks do? Oh, they decided to raise the price of the black coffee. Cool. $2.98. Just under $3 for a large venti for your Starbucks lingo people. And I go, okay. That's my limit. The moment this goes over $3, I don't think I could keep doing this. Not from a financial standpoint, just from a, just from just holding my grounds. Right? I mean, I make I make life simple for everybody. Make them some money cuz that that black coffee, they're making pure profit on that. Well, during this pandemic, the during the Delta variant, whatever you want to call all this shit, told you I'd cuss within the next 10 minutes, make it 5. They've decided to raise the price once again, $3.20 for the same cup of coffee the big guy's been going and getting for years. And I still went and got it a few times. And then I just said, you know what? I've got too many options. I've got too many options to keep coming to Starbucks and giving them my hard-earned money so they take advantage of me. So I go, you know what I'm going to try? I'm going to try Dutch Brothers. I had it once. It, I wasn't, I wasn't. It wasn't Starbucks, but I go, maybe I just got to give it time. Maybe I just get, but then and I go there today, the line's long. I'm in line for 25 minutes to get my afternoon cup of coffee before my training. So I decide, I go, you know what? Let me go ahead and get an extra shot of espresso. And then we're going to, I'm going to go all the way, go all the way, get that, get, see, see if it gives me some energy. I get the coffee. I come home and do my training. I, I wanted to train at home today because I have this super expensive gym at home that I've paid for. I got to work out in it sometimes. And it's not the weather's cooled down a little bit here in Vegas. So I uh, I get home. And I, first thing I do is I don't like the Dutch Brothers Cup. I don't like that Dutch Brothers Cup at all. The way the, the hole, it's on the top. The way it, it like, it, it just doesn't, it's in, in the coffee. Like with this, you could get. I just got it in my eye. This didn't help my, my point at all. Luckily, that's not hot. That's I'm a little embarrassed, quite frankly. I was trying to... What I'm getting at before I somehow got that coffee in my eye is I like these cups. And screw any of you laughing at me right now, okay? I like these cups. I don't like the Dutch Brothers Cup. So the first thing I did is I dumped the Dutch Brothers Cup into the Starbucks cup. And I did my workout. 
But and the coffee wasn't bad with the with the with the shot of espresso in it. Great energy because I don't think it has milligram for milligram as far as for the for the size. I don't know. Oh, I got. I'm going to do a little research. That Dutch Brothers coffee, I feel like, doesn't pack the same caffeine for just the regular. But also, when I got the shot of espresso in it, it also made it three dollars and seventy cents. So I don't know how much more their their coffee is because I think that shot. If I don't get that, the coffee's too something. But I'm gonna have to go back and see if that large gives me the similar energy as the Starbucks. If not, I got to go to Dunkin' down the road. It's a little bit further, not far, and they got the Turbo. I like the Dunkin' Turbo. Big fan of the Dunkin' Turbo. But Starbucks, the two price increases during COVID. I don't know what they're blaming, and I know the first one they they blamed it on the beans. The beans, something about the beans. And uh, I'm sure this was the beans' fault as well. So here we are. Thank you guys for joining me. That's a recap of my just fantastic day. Thrill. Just you guys must think the big guy is just completely living a life of luxury and rock star lifestyle. But it's nothing glamorous. It's just hard work. It's nitty gritty hustle morning to night. A little bit of red wine here and there to relax. A lot of, you know. It's good times, so though. I enjoy a lot of a lot of looking over reports and doing just small things to to continue, continue uh, to to grow and uh, try to get feed me more nutrition, uh, bigger and bigger. So, Mo, this is live. If you haven't realized, yeah, man, to the Starbucks cup, I'm a big fan of it. That Dutch Brothers cup, I just didn't like the the, the way the hole is. You get used. To, I think if I if I gave it, I think I'm going to have to give it a fair shake. I'm going to have to go there for a couple weeks. No Starbucks is going to be tough. I'm not going to lie. I, I, there's a good chance I swing by Starbucks once or twice. But yeah, not as many people on the live today. The YouTube has taken a dive once again. Um, my, my Twitter, there's a lot going on with the social media. The only accounts doing decent for me. Is well, TikTok we just hit 1.3 million. Uh, and like on TikTok, I got uh 652 people in here right now. On TikTok, Instagram's 50, even though I got more followers, I got 1.6 Instagram followers now. We just went up on there. Um, the amount of people that see my content, even on Instagram, while it's better than it was, as far as that started improving a few months ago, it's not a lot, but it's still better than what it was. TikTok has been on fire again. That's been going. And that goes through little dips where occasionally there might be a few days of like weird, very low views. And then it just, I mean, skyrockets. I've got videos. I get in the millions. I get multiple start going and, uh, and the whole account's just on fire. And then Twitter has been even worse than it was. Um, like I can't even get a hundred likes on anything. It doesn't matter what I post. The post I post on TikTok, one of them has like 10 million in like two days. I think that, that, that didn't do anything on Twitter and people like, well, well, I've noticed the format I have for my strategy, as far as my posting works on every platform except for Twitter. And that even though Instagram doesn't, doesn't work nearly as well as, as TikTok on that, at least it works. And some of them will get into six figures for me, but it's just, we've talked about it a bunch. Um, and it's something that uh, I, I honestly, I, I don't know what else to do. I'm dealing with a multi-billion dollar company that has partnerships with all these companies. And it, it's it's not just me. It's a lot of other wrestlers that have had an issue. If you go back, so just so in case you think like, okay, it's just Ryback. Ryback's full of, full of shit, right? Ryback's, Ryback's a liar. He's full of shit. He's just blah, 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 blah. I go, well, how come it's not like that everywhere? Why am I super popular on others? I, so I could debunk that to a degree. Right, but I'll go also look at anyone that's had an issue with WWE, all their social channels, none of them, nobody gets any traction. And granted, I don't think any of them hustle nowhere near and do with nowhere near what I do on that. But I've noticed a similar pattern. You want to know a guy, and I'm gonna just drop some a few names, but like a guy, remember, remember Abraham Washington? Abraham Washington is a is a great speaker. He was a fantastic promo. He was during our time in Florida Championship Wrestling. Probably the best promo, or if not in the top promos, as far as interest in the class and watching what he was going to say. Also, hell of a speaker when in his time in WWE. 
Uh, they really, really, I mean, his verbal skills, Dusty Rhodes loved Abraham Washington, and rightfully so. <clears throat> and I, I, I think his strength was in speaking all day long with that. But he posts and he does different things. And But like a guy like that just gets no views. And I've noticed it's the same. Armando Estrada. And these guys have all had issues with WWE in different ways. Gets no views. And like it's weird. Not verified on Twitter as well. And then there's just certain guys I know that have had something that even though it's not public and I look at their accounts, they get no traction. You go, how is this possible? These people that have been on TV that have these followings – and granted, their following isn't as high as mine at the time, but they have good followings and nobody's getting any traction. But yet you go watch all these people that have no followers or they're very new or they're very new on independence and they'll get thousands of likes, even though it's because their content's being distributed and being seen. And I'm telling you, it's going to come out. WWE is working with certain social platforms and they have a list and they're suppressing. And I know personally from the company I have that was able to go into the accounts and see the exact stuff going on, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking 100% facts. So I know what I'm talking about when I talk about this. I, I don't even need to see that. I already know based off what I'm seeing and what's going on since 2016 and knowing about the time frame of when that legal stuff came out to when they chopped everything off. So, and I can't shut up about it because if I don't, I don't, I don't thrive. There's, I don't know what else to do. I've reached out time and time again, and we're working with a company right now and I'm hoping, I'm hoping they could get it fixed, but it's, uh, it's been stressful. So, and it's people, you have a business you need to be seeing, you know, I do all this work. I pay people to do work for me. You know, my Pinterest account guys, we were making 10 to $12,000 in revenue a month on Pinterest. They cut that overnight. Everything dropped to nothing. I'm talking nothing because nobody sees our post. Nothing changed on our distribution of the content. Nothing changed on our format. Pinterest will not reply. Common theme with the social companies. What do you do as a business owner? They're letting that makes me think, I go, what else are they going to do to try to, you know? And it scares me because I'm dealing with very, very evil people. And it's not me BSing, not me lying. And I got to be vocal about it to something because I'm hoping the right people here is something where someone can go, Jesus Christ, let's help this, try to figure this out. So, but that's why I'm obsessed with getting healthy, get back, get back on a place with power that has connections, get with the people I need to get with and then see if we can then, but I have a feeling and I, I, I truly believe this because I know and I, whether you're political or not, like with the stuff with like Donald Trump and whatnot, but the stuff, and I don't like with the social media and I didn't follow, I'm not a political person at all, but I know he has something going on with, with social media, the social media companies, I think Twitter and Google on stuff that they had done, whether you agree or disagree, but, but the social media platforms should not be suppressing people or at the very least, if they are going to suppress people, this needs to be public knowledge. And there needs to be reasons given because what's going on against me is completely unwarranted and illegal. And they're doing it and it has nothing to do with my trademark. The trademark has nothing to do with it. I'm, I'm, I'm Ryback Reeves. I own the big guy. I own Feed Me More. The Ryback trademark is going to be awarded to me January, February when this whole thing closes. It's going to be awarded to me. So, But that has nothing to do because I'm legally Ryback Reeves. They can't stop me because... Then if, if that was the case, some people go, oh, it's because your, your name is Ryback on there. Well, then how come every other wrestling fan can have wrestlers' names in their accounts and they don't get that? You know what I'm saying? Because you're not allowed to do that. But they have partnerships with these companies. And I'm telling you, it's going to come out because there's going to be more rules and regulations that come out with this stuff the longer that it's around. And I promise you, I, I back up everything I've said 100%. I've never spoken a lie on anything going on with any of this. And I firmly believe it's going to come out at some point in time that WWE and Twitter and other social companies have done things to suppress people. And I think it's going to be a pretty big deal. And I know I can tell by the people who have had issues with them and I can look at their accounts and go, yep, no doubt that they have something and they do it. It's just, what do you do? Do you just give in? Not me. I'll talk about it. I'll keep hustling and trying to find ways around it, but it's completely screwed up. Gonna go ahead. Good to see all of you guys. 
Yeah, I know Money in the Bank yesterday. I haven't watched. I don't have Peacock. Uh, I haven't watched the WWE pay-per-view in, in quite some time. Uh, I'm trying to think if I even had the – because even the network, they won't let you cancel the subscription, but I was able to watch it on, I think, the tablet. There was something months ago I caught maybe a match. But with the Peacock move, I'm not getting Peacock. I don't care. Like, I just not – I don't – I'm just – you know, I'll, I'll watch a little bit of Raw, SmackDown, and, and mainly just AEW. And, uh, but yeah, Big E won the uh, Money in the Bank briefcase. I think Big E is universally liked by everyone. I've always gotten along uh, great with Big E. And I'm happy for the role that he's uh, going to probably play. You know, winning that, though, doesn't guarantee anything. Anything could change. We've seen it with certain talents with that. And, and a lot can change from the time, uh, you know, of winning it and, and obviously uh, what they're going to do with it. But I think. In his case, I, I would like to see it play out. And uh, he's legitimately one of the strongest guys in the history of the WWE. And uh, I think he's very entertaining. And, and I'm happy for him, uh, as I am all the New Day guys. They're all great guys. Uh, and it's nice. It'll be nice to see him uh, continue to grow and evolve with this. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to, to nothing but success from Big E. As far as success, just in the roles that he's going to play moving forward. Let's see here. Uh, yes, John Cena's back. That will be, uh, we'll see what happens with all of that. Seeing what other questions. Walter, I think the one, two, three muscle joint tendon formula would be very beneficial for them on that and uh, and to definitely give it a go. I think I think it would be worth it. I know and I've heard from a few other people that have done something similar just with, with their grandparents or parents uh, that love the formula. I take it every day, man. And uh, I, I, it, it's, it works as all the Feed Me More Nutrition stuff. You know, I can't promise you it's going gonna, it's gonna to work for everybody. Um, but I think it's worth a shot. That formula is is top notch, as is all of them. So, thank you very much. Uh, always appreciate when I and I get a lot of messages, guys, and it's always greatly appreciated um, when you, you say thank you and uh, you know for the inspiration or whatever it is. That's why I do this is to for the for the good people and to get people motivated, and it's it makes me feel good and. You try to just shut out the the darkness and the and the bullshit, and and just focus on the good as much as possible. And I'm here to learn as well. You know, I talk is my show with these, but you know, I I learn too. People, I always love when people recommend things and and have suggestions. Yeah, let me. Uh, Yeah, there's definitely got to be some changes with the social media companies. I'm telling you this, I'm, I'm experiencing it, and, and I keep a positive attitude, but it, it's truly frustrating what's going on. And you can't tell me, you know, I haven't grown in, in how long on Twitter. It went from 1.5 million in 2016. It's still at 1.4. It's dropped, and I have not gained anybody because nobody's seeing my stuff, so it's just stayed very, very the same with that, but I, I get 0.5% to sometimes 1% impressions almost on all my posts. Usually sometimes 0.3, 0.4. How am I, I, I've talked to enough people that have followings that smaller and their, their impressions are always between 10 and 20% and, and higher. If things go viral, I've never had that ever, ever since 2016. So it's just, you know, what would you do? That's what I ask. I go, people, like, it, it's, it, it doesn't make any sense. And then I've heard people, they go, you've bought your followers. Like, I've never bought one follower on any platform. How have I? I haven't gained any followers in five years. That was my time. And when I did that in WWE, that account, I never once, not once, 
never bought a follower. And my engagement used to be fantastic on all of that. It was until all this BS happened. And I go on top of it, I've got all these other followers everywhere else. And you can clearly just see like on a, on a place like TikTok, where we've hit 1.3 million in like 17, 18 months. And it's going to end up being much higher unless WWE, because they have a partnership with them now, I just saw. So unless they could somehow, but I got a couple contacts there that I could give a phone call to and go, what the hell's going on? Whereas I don't have that on the other the other places. But you look and they get, get millions of views and, and hundreds of thousands of, of likes and interactions because it's being seen. And even on posts that don't go super crazy, you know, I'm getting I'm getting typically between fifty thousand to six figures to anywhere from a hundred to five hundred thousand on on post. So that post that on Twitter and I'll get like twelve likes. I just don't I don't see the correlation. The gap is too big. So and you know it'd be one thing if the impressions were high and people weren't interacting. And then you go, well, nobody's interested in your content. But my engagement is actually great on Twitter. I've had many posts that are over 10% engagement, which the average is 0.5%, by the way. That's why I post those so people can actually see. But Twitter won't now acknowledge it. They ignore it. and But I have to keep doing what I'm doing because if I don't, it's not going to get fixed. But at least if I keep being public with it, it at least gives me a sliver of hope that somehow, somewhere, something's going to happen. And also, though, I want people to see because when it is fixed, and it will be fixed at some point. You're going to see the difference. So, what's going on? Good. Hello, hello. Instagram, TikTok. Let's see. Let's get to some more questions here. Uh, if you don't like a, a something going on in wrestling, uh, gimmick wise, I just suggest you focus on something else. Uh, I definitely, the goal is to get back to wrestling. Yes. With everything once I've, again, once the shoulder is, is where we need it, which is we're doing the work is endless on this. GTS is keto friendly and fasting friendly. It will not break a fast on that as well. Let me see. What was that question? Oh, Walter. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. The Yoda that was from my friend, a uh, nice gift from her uh, a couple years ago. So it's uh, I've got baby Yoda uh, in a few places in the house. It reminds me of Sophie. So I, uh, it makes me smile. I don't know why Baby Yoda. I've never seen. I've never seen one episode of The Mandalorian. By the way, I just like the memes, and it reminds me of Sophie. Let me see here. Yeah, Vince definitely. But I, I tell you guys, and I'm a firm believer in the karma. And I, I don't believe he's going to be here for too much longer. And I, and I, I honestly really, really believe that. Um, and it is what it is. And it will be no remorse, no sorrow from me one, one, one bit. I believe he's one of the most evil human beings that has ever existed. And um, I'm not going not gonna to blink twice. I'm going to stay on my path. I'm going to do great things. Um, and, and time is on my side, not his. And it is what it is. This is personal. And I try my best not... But this guy is trying to ruin my life. And uh, karma will repay. Anybody who's ever tried to do anything bad about against me has always suffered at some point in time. I swear to God. So that's why I stay patient. I've always been protected. And I've been truly blessed. And I think a lot of this stuff in the next, next year, the momentum swings back into the big guy's favor. What's going on? Joseph, uh, any suggestions for middle of the night uh, snacking? Yeah, you know, if you're going to snack, you got to just replace the processed junk food with, with things that aren't calorie dense. Things, you know, I do my, at the end of the night, when I do my, my last meal, 
if for whatever reason I'm hungry before I go to bed, I'll get a plate. I'll do a tomato or two. I'll put my stuff on a little potassium salt, a little uh, pink Himalayan sea salt, a little pepper, black pepper. I'll do a couple uh, pickle spheres, organic pickles. I'll do a little handful of olives and uh, a few celery sticks. And what I do is I wash off the celery sticks and put a little bit of the potassium salt on those as well. I absolutely love it. I like that. That is very satisfying to me. Um, and I'm not getting hardly any calories in that whatsoever. No damage being done. If anything, it, it, it's speeding up your metabolism with that stuff and giving you a, a, a dosage of micronutrients. So you gotta you gotta be smart with what you're putting in your body. You know, I, I used to live with a guy that was um, when I was in wrestling, and I'm not gonna say his name. Just for the he was a big snacker and he had body problems. As far as he would, he was he would work out really hard. He would diet. He always did a bunch of diets. He was he would like diet really hard, then fall off. And but what he did, he had a bunch of snacks in the house, and uh, and he had his cupboard. We all had like our, our cupboards, and uh, he would have like these these chocolate covered pretzels and things like all these ridiculous things. And I'm like, why would you even buy those to begin with? Like I I, I just don't understand it. Because I was like, there's, and what he would do though, is he would eat bags of this stuff at night, bags, and his body would show, it would, his body fat would would stay very, very high at times for being even as lean as he was, uh, because he had horrible nighttime eating habits. So that's where you really, really have to know who, like, you have to know yourself and then, but you got to start trying different foods. And you gotta get you gotta get that first night in the bag of like doing something and then do it again and get in a consistent routine of not eating junk. And then you also have to get in the habit of not buying that stuff and being an asshole in the first place. Why are you going to buy it? Why? Don't put it in the house. That's one of the, the biggest mistakes people make is they 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 kill themselves and they do great three quarters of the day. Then night comes, you know, that's like if you're an alcoholic and you, and then, but you just fill your house with all the different liquors. What do you think you're going to do? What do you think you're going to do the first moment you got, you got all, you got a bar stocked full of hard alcohol. You're a raging alcoholic or you just got to get out of AA and you, and you come and live in a house just filled with booze. Chances are you're going to drink it. So... That is stuff you got to work on. You know, if you have nothing but good options to eat at night, chances are you're probably going to pick one of the good options, unless you're an asshole and you postmate something. <laughs> if it's in your house, it's in your mouth. It's a good point, man. That's what I, that's, it's, it's not made up. Man is still Justin. Good to see you, bud. Uh, I probably will put on uh, Raw. It comes on at eight here. I'll, I'll watch a little bit of it tonight. I can't. I don't sit around and I can't watch those whole things. But I can put on a match couple matches, or if I put it on, I keep the sound off. I'm not a big fan of the commentary, so I just keep it off. I'll listen to an audiobook if I have it on and, and I'm doing my work. And then if I see something that piques my interest, I'll switch off the headphones for a minute or shut off the phone and just kind of do that and then watch whatever the segment is. Uh, I don't use CBD products. Uh, I've tried them, and uh, I just don't. Uh, a lot of people uh, swear by them, and I've never uh, really uh, experienced any of those benefits from it. So I, I don't. I don't know, and, and I don't know if I've not taken the right kind. I've tried different brands. I don't think it's bad by any means. I I, I believe I believe in it, and I think it, it it's it's not going anywhere. Um, 
but I, I think it's like, you know, not everything works for everyone. And I don't know if I'm just one of the people that really, you know, haven't experienced great benefits from it. We've got a super chat. You were uh, the, the, what is it? The Betador editor, the, the Betador editor. Hold on. Let me get this on the, uh, pull it up on the old big screen. You were my favorite wrestler when I was a kid, man. Keep on grinding. Happy to see that you have a YouTube channel. Thank you very much, buddy. And I look forward to eventually being back uh, back in the mix and uh, at some point in time with everything. 2030 is when I'm going to debut. It's 50 years old at that point. Jesus. 2031. 2031. <laughs> Yep, we got Finn Balor back. I'm happy. I've always got along with Finn. We follow each other on social. We always got along well. Uh, I have been to Turkey. I've wrestled in Turkey. I think I, I don't remember what uh, I remember the arena actually. Was it Instable? I, we I have been to Turkey though. I remember we we stopped by there on a tour. See, and what else we got going on? Thank you very much, Nelson. I try to have a little bit of entertainment in everything that I do. These shows, the, the Ryback shows a little more serious more often than not. Yeah, sweating is, is a very good thing, um, especially, you know, doing saunas, and it can help with, with you know, getting rid of toxins. Uh, a lot of, we talked about a lot about sodium on here lately. You know, you do lose a lot of sodium, uh, which can be beneficial for certain things, but you got to make sure you replenish uh, your sodium with the right kind. And that's a very individual thing, depending on your activity level and what else you got going on and what your diet's like. But, you know, I'm a big fan of the pink Himalayan sea salt uh, and the potassium salt. Increasing potassium with sodium uh, is, is beneficial. And I find that when I increase my potassium, my pumps are much better. And it, and it has, again, it's something to do with the whole potassium sodium pump. And then there's oftentimes, depending on our diet, potassium, we're not getting enough of it. And potassium really, really is important. And uh, it is, it's one thing, if you work out and you feel like you don't get a good pump, chances are you're, you're probably not consuming enough potassium. Yeah, please do not come back looking like a gray hair Goldberg. Yeah, no, I mean, I luckily, knock on wood, I, I feel I look pretty, uh, very, very similar to what I did when I left. Um, I'm still in my 30s. So I think and with my diet and with all the stem cells and just being, I'm, I've always been healthy as far as taking care of myself, but I've evolved that tremendously. Um, and I went from healthy in the sense that I thought like from a performance standpoint, which was good for building muscle, but in no other way to completely vegan and even healthier. And which is even better for building muscle when you do it right and endurance and blood for blood, blah, 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 spit it out, junior blood flow and longevity, just health wise in general and eating more nutrient dense foods. I'm a big fan of black rice, AKA the forbidden rice it's, or the AKA the China rice. It is uh, as Donald Trump would say, it is uh, known for uh, helping with uh, wrinkles in the skin and uh, keeping you youthful looking. So I do a uh, anywhere from half a serving to one serving of black rice with my morning performance meal every day as well. So keep that black rice flowing. And, uh, you know, when the big guy's back, I think my prime years, I think we're going to have a lot of years of me looking uh, like I did when I left. I've never wrestled in Egypt. I was supposed to go on a tour in 2012, but WWE, when I was uh, the debut as Ryback, they couldn't get the visa done in time, and uh, I stayed and did another the the loop that was in the states, I believe. Uh, and, and so I always wanted to go there. I wanted to go look at the pyramids, and uh, it's one place I've never been.
Yeah, it's it's not you don't go back to WWE and then call them out on the social media stuff. It's you don't go back to WWE and call them out on the social media stuff. I don't think you guys understand. I love like some of you guys, but like the when you go, oh, just go back. I don't think you understand. Like, I, no, it's it's not. That's not the. This is. It, I joke around a lot, and I'm very I'm very laid back individual. But what is going on is it's it's insane. It's absolutely insane. And uh, you don't that that would be going back and and working for the devil. And, it, and that's just being straight up. I know a lot of you guys put them on a pedestal and you don't look at anything past it, past entertainment, but it's my life and and I'm not, I would never, you know, that's not how it works. Uh, there was never any issues with me and Zeke. I don't know what that refers to other than he's not, I believe he was denied for the feed me, which I said he was going to be and people, you know, it's my trademark. I own the trademark on that. It's not his and I'm going back and I, what he tried to do is not right. It doesn't matter who you think you are or what you're doing. I've got an entire brand that I created around that and that I trademarked and I did everything the correct and legal way. You just don't come in and go, oh, you're out injured right now. I can just take your take your stuff. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Uh, I don't know. I've never heard of uh, the shell shock causing heartburn. I don't I don't know if anything, uh, because the cayenne's with ginger and it's cool. Cayenne doesn't cause any burning. Um, so I, I don't I don't honestly I don't know what to tell you on that. Um, the only other thing I could suggest is you're going to have to do maybe a Google search and see individual ingredients um, if, if they could trigger heartburn in certain individuals. It's not out of the question, but with, they're all natural ingredients. I've not heard that from anybody else, um, but at the same time, it, it's completely possible. Uh, and so maybe, I don't know, the other thing is too, is consuming it with food after you've eaten uh, or make sure you're drinking enough water as well. Appreciate everybody swinging by. As always, you can save 20% on Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com with discount code RYBACKSHOW20. Uh, how would Ryback do in the Attitude Era? Ryback, if Ryback was in the Attitude Era, I no doubt, based off of that period of time, would have been doing steroids. I no doubt would have probably been between 320 and 340 pounds. I would have been probably one of the freakiest wrestlers of all time. And I also think I would have been dead uh, probably much, much sooner than I will in, in this lifetime. Because that was the environment. And I, and I have very good genetics, which I, and I, I will not shy away from saying because of my work ethic and, and what I do, which keeps me at that 285, 290 pound without them. And I say without them, but on TRT. So, and that's within the medium normal ranges on that. So it depends on the booking. I think though, and, and there's no legal issues like there was Ryback in the attitude era with no legal issues. God damn it. 340 pounds. Have, have him shell shock, Austin. I think Ryback does pretty good. Yeah, Cena slimmed down because he's not on the drugs that he was on before, guys. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. We're not even gonna get into it. That guy, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I love Edge. Huge fan of Edge. Edge is amazing. I heard him and Roman. I got. I would like to actually watch that match. Because uh, they have great psychology, and uh, Edge is one guy that I always wish I could have uh, wrestled against. Just to uh, his the way his brain works, you, you could you the the stuff you pick up working with him, you carry on with you for the rest of your career. Roman's very fortunate, and vice versa. You know, Roman's fantastic, and for Edge, but you know, obviously Edge is, is at the coming back, and Roman I think has has some good years ahead of him. So. 
I think it's going to really Romans Romans on fire, man. Nothing but positive things, as I do against pretty much everybody. I, I I'm a, I like Roman a lot. Emily just asked why Vince is on your show. <laughs> right back. Ryback has 1.3 million TikTok followers. Ah, shadow ban him. Uh, I don't know what Big Show's weight is when I shell-shocked him. Big Show's always large, though. Obviously, Big Show wasn't as heavy as he was probably in WCW or the early on WWE days. But also, Big Show was also younger and I would say healthier in those days and able to, I would say, even though he moved well still, but he'd already had the hip stuff and, and uh, the knee stuff uh, and, and was definitely at the end of his career when we wrestled compared to him being early on when he wrestled you know, prior with the other guys. Um, he's an enormously large human being, though, and he always jumped very well still and moved very, very well. He, he has as good a body control as anyone I've seen, uh, specifically for as large as he is. He is an incredible athlete. I, and I've said it before, I think he's the greatest giant of all time all around. That, greater than Andre the Giant. By, I think, just the way, any, the, the roles that he was capable of playing, from comedy to serious, uh, and that's a guy uh, that can make you believe at any, any point in time. Um, but he he he's a fantastic physical actor, and and I embraced the the roles that he he was always asked to play, and he, he's one of my favorites. I was always always enjoyed. Was very fortunate that I got to work with Big Show. Uh, I don't. I had my performance meal after my workout. I eat uh, four times a day, three meals and one. Uh, I do my my iso hungry plant powered protein shake uh, with this weight gainer, half a serving of that, uh, and then a, a one to two tablespoons of of organic cacao powder, and then a tablespoon or one serving of natural peanut butter with that as well. I have been to Italy actually. I a true story. I was actually really upset over this. Is I I think where where were we? Was that maybe no? Maybe that was uh, this wasn't Italy. I'm thinking of I think Barcelona. I remember I got a snow globe from Barcelona, and it was a, a bigger one. Um, and the Heathrow Airport in the UK wouldn't let me take the the snow globe. And I remember it was quite the ordeal. I got pretty heated at the uh, at their their TSA people or whatever their security um, because it was a snow globe, and they were treating it like it was a bomb. And I was a little bit upset over that. And we, they literally threw it in the trash can right in front of me. And I, uh, I, I said some things that I'm not going to repeat on here. Um, and I'm lucky. I actually, they probably could have not detained me, but they, they could have probably made it. But I was, I was pretty pissed off. Then I just let them know. I didn't do anything physical. Obviously, I'm not stupid. But it was I, I collect the snow globes from everywhere, and I knew I wasn't going to be going back there. So I was just like, it wasn't, it wasn't like an issue of like the money or anything like that. It was just like, you, you pieces of shit. Like, it's just a snow globe that they sold in the airport. So I'm like, what, what's the, you know, like, what are you doing? How, what do you think, uh, you know, you sold it at a point And then but I think we could, I don't know what we, I think we connected from Barcelona and we connected in Heathrow and we had to grab our bags and then recheck them. And I, there was something that happened in that. I had it on my carry-on from there, and because uh, I didn't want to check it, so it didn't. But it got through the the Barcelona the airport, and then didn't. And I just know it was in Heathrow, and uh, I was just like, "You son of a bitch!" But Italy, I have wrestled in Italy. Yes. Brian says, my aunt, oh, this is pretty good. My Aunt Judy hung out with Macho Man back in the 80s. He wanted to pick my mom up in his limo, but she couldn't go because I was just a baby. 
and she couldn't find a sitter. I don't know why that fascinates me. <laughs> Did your aunt sleep with Macho Man? Oh, yeah. Snap into a Judy. I'm curious. You, that's, that's something you need to ask your aunt if she uh, she had a piece of the Macho Man Slim Jim. Uh, I cracked myself up. The Ryback Show. Oral Sessions. Okay, we're getting rid of that guy. I don't like you just repeating that stupid question. What else do we got going on here, guys? Any good question? Aunt Judy sleeping with Macho Man is my favorite thing of the show so far. Guys, I'm not a monkey. I don't like you can't say like, hey, can you do the stupid head slap? I'm sitting here in my own home doing a podcast show. Aunt Judy definitely took his finisher. No doubt. Definitely took that big elbow from the top rope. There's no way. But I question... The, now the question is, with the macho man, was if he was asking for your mom to come out in the limo, maybe he he didn't maybe Judy didn't quite measure up to his expectations. So he was looking he was looking for a family member. So because she's like, oh my sister, you know, which begs the question: Is your mom was she was your mom hot back in the day? That's you gotta. These are questions that need to be asked. If we figure out this macho man, did macho man give your aunt Judy the the big elbow off the top rope? I don't know how many calories I burn in a day exactly. I'm not one of those assholes that wear the trackers on them. Do I ever attend any con event? No, I haven't attended. I haven't done any appearances in over three years, guys. Almost three years since Sophie uh, with her disc disease. And I had to stop traveling altogether. So. What do you mean, macho man slept with Aunt Judy? What's going on? I don't know who I'd want to see become CEO of WWE. At this point, I don't, I don't, I'm not even, I don't know, guys. That culture, the entire environment on that side is just something. Uh, I'm, I'm not too, you know, I don't even think about it. I'm in such a great place mentally and physically, and uh, I love pro wrestling. Uh, I'm speaking facts because of this company of what they're doing. It's very personal. Um, and for the people that don't understand that, I don't care. Um, it's my fight and I have to fight. Um, it's, it's one of those deals. You can't just turn the other cheek. I gotta be, I've, I've won everything. There's a reason why I've won everything is I've spoken nothing but the truth and given facts. Um, and they lie and they get called out when you take, handle them through the correct measures, their lies don't work. So it's just they they've done they've gone a step further into something that I haven't been able to 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 quite figure out with the social media, but I will. Burger versus pizza. Man, I, I tell you, I the vegan options. <clears throat> I uh the, the 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 modern vegan has a Mac attack that is better than any burger I've ever had. Thank you very much, Jose. Uh, I'm not even, you guys, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I'm not even thinking about anything. I know one thing that I want to do as far as with wrestling and I have the information and I'm just going to continue to go about my business. I love pro wrestling. Guys, I'm, I'm coming back for something specific. If I come back, I'm not coming back to prove to people that I love wrestling and going to go be an indie warrior or anything. 
I know what I want to do and I know what I'm capable of. And I know and that's that. And we're going to leave it at that. And I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing. I love all the indie promotions, though. I love all the other promotions. I just, it's, I got to stay focused. I know what I'm doing. Don't believe anything you read or what you hear, anything. I've always given facts and, and I know what I need to do. I'm drinking the Simple Truth Organic Seltzer Water, uh, naturally flavored tangerine lemongrass. It's not bad. Uh, USDA organic, non-GMO. It's pretty refreshing. Uh, how often do I keep in touch with the Nexus members? Uh, we get together every other month. Um, we uh, wear our armbands. Kind of like Sons of Anarchy, we all meet up at a, at a local bar, fly everybody into town, and uh, yeah, we have we have vests with the Nexus logo on it, Get drink a bunch of beer, beat the shit out of a few weaker individuals, and uh, play a little pool, and uh, shoot the shit on the past. Being completely sarcastic on that, guys. Who would you describe John Cena? Do I wish Daniel Bryan would have informed me more about the benefits of being vegan? Uh, so Dan, uh, and I don't, I don't have a great memory of our conversations on it. Dan was very informed, and a lot of things that Dan. I do remember talking about at times, even though it wasn't a lot, um, are things I do now. And But me and Dan had a lot of other things in common as far as, and he liked to read, I liked to read, but he read different books than I was reading at the time. But I've since, it's like he was at a, a different developmental point than I can, like, but I was at a different point on different things. And I was more into business and stuff at that time, learning what I needed to do for this and then, like, a lot of this stuff that I've come across the last couple of years, few years, were things I look back and I go, I remember him mentioning that. Um, but Dan struggled on the vegan diet and because he, he came off and went back to meat and multiple times, I know. And I don't know if he's full vegan now, which he, he probably is. Um, and I know because it was really – and at that time, it was different on the road. There were – I look, though, and see the way I eat and I go, eh, I think it would have been – pretty easy eating vegan on the road. It wouldn't have been, it's not like, um, it, it, it but it, it, it just depends. And the, I, the, like the protein shake, like I, my protein, protein shake is amazing. Dan didn't, I just remember like, I've had, they were horrible. All the other ones I've ever had. And there were a couple decent ones here the last, the last year that I tried, but during that period, they didn't even exist. So it was definitely tougher. Um, but, and I don't know, you know, there's different nuts. And, you know, I eat a couple, two, three servings of pistachios, but I'm not eating those every meal. And and I, it definitely wasn't as easy. Plus, two, the people he traveled with, me and Cody, weren't vegan. So it it was – but I I just remember seeing him struggling. And I remember, like, I would we'd go to McDonald's or wherever we'd go, and I'd get, like, meat patties, and I'd get, like, four – big, huge meat patties and a salad and then smash it all together or just eat burger patties with lettuce and with uh, tomatoes and ketchup and then shove lettuce in my mouth. Like, I like that's the kind of stuff, you know, but I'd get my protein and fats in and, and I would watch my carbs and every once in a while I'd get a, a package of trail mix or go to the gas station and get eggs and different things. And so it was, uh, I don't think where I was, I, I don't think my diet was changing at that point because I firmly believed that I was doing what was best for my performance, even though it wasn't. But I believed it based off what things I was told and a lot of the information that I came across later, I, I didn't had had yet. 
So, and I'm also of a thing where, like, even if Dan would have told me, I just don't know if that point in time I was ready to look into it. I don't know. But, you know, as far as now, Dan would have, if we would have had more conversations on the factory farming and the, on, on the animal, you know, suffering and things and, and, the, and the inflammation and these things, I think that would have piqued my interest much more. And if I would have known, if Dan would have told me, you can be a better version of who you are now if you do this diet right, I think there is a chance. But that was never, ever, ever discussed in that sense. So I always associated being vegan with being weaker because I didn't have the facts. And I saw him struggle with it at times personally on the foods and drinking his shitty shake and you know, so it was, it was just a different, different thing. Whereas I, I'm very performance-based and I feel I have a very uh, diverse diet of the protein foods and understanding and not saying Dan didn't, I just don't like it. I just didn't see it at the time. So, but I, you know, I think if he would have presented it in a different way, possibly, but, but at the same time, I, I, I can't say that for sure. Yes, Wade Barrett is still here in the USA. He's on NXT uh, on the commentary team. He's been back with WWE for some time now. Uh, I don't really get... Uh, I'm taking a look here. Uh, Jose, check out the blogs on feedmemore.com. We have blogs on the vegan diet, how to begin a vegan diet, and then on the protein foods. And I think that will give you a little bit of information to kind of uh, get you going. Seeing what else, what else do we got going on? Yeah, and again, it's not easy for everyone. I know, and too, in, in your work schedules, and but in, at the very least, the more plant-based you can go, the better you're going to be. And I think what happens is when you start going more plant-based, you start seeing results and that gives you the incentive and the motivation to go further with it. And it, it tends to be, that's what happens to the majority of people that once you start going down that path, it's usually inevitable. You're going to be a full vegan at some point. Uh, it's just once everyone has a different speed, I think of learning the foods and realizing and adjusting that it's not this huge inconvenience once you, you know, and it's not to say that you're not going to go and have it here and there, but I think it, it, it there, there comes a point like for me now, you know, it's not, Oh man, you know what? Let me just order some chicken wings. It's not just, Oh, I'm, I'm sacrificing my health for one meal anymore. It's, no, I'm supporting the torturing and cruelty of the animals that I'm now aware of where any selfish craving that I have, and again, it's the cravings for the seasoning. If I have anything, I never, never would eat anything unseasoned. I love seasonings, which I figured out and the Buffalo sauce, I use them on my meals. So I don't get those. I don't feel like I'm missing anything, but giving you an example, like if I work, cause I used to love chicken wings, the, the pizza hut and the Buffalo wild wings. I used to love that garlic Parmesan and stuff, which I need to get some good garlic Parmesan sauce to put on my food because that would also help with those. Because like that would be like my I would do that occasionally, but now it's not even it's not even something that I contemplate because I know that doing that is taking more lives on that that I don't I just don't agree with with what how we're we're going about all that. Uh, yes, I have been to UFC events before. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. But a lot of the plant-based foods, again, a lot of people think that that when you go vegan, that you're just like eating, you know, fried broccoli or like you're just like eating asparagus sticks all day long. And I'm like... It's just not the reality of the situation. The majority of people's diets are already heavily vegan to some degree. And, but then 
what you realize is people though don't understand. People think that like there's there's carbs, fats, and that protein comes from eating animals. You can get your protein from eating animals, but we have all the protein foods. And typically, a lot of things, what's happening, we've been sold that we need way more protein than we ever needed. But what we're doing is a lot of times you go to Chipotle or you go to these places, you know, you're getting, you know, with the, with the rice and beans already, you're already getting the majority of the protein that you need. And then people pack on more protein and fats with all the other things. I used to get double, triple meat and just overeat protein that I didn't need. And uh, it's, you you learn that though, once you switch over and realize like, oh, wait a second, my muscles aren't all disappearing. Oh, wait a second, my endurance is getting better. My blood flow is getting better. I feel better. My mood is getting better. And then you really, you go, oh, wait, yeah, maybe we're being lied to about a lot of stuff. So, and they even said too, with a lot of this for you guys that, and, you know, I put out a tweet and it's not the, the, dismissing COVID or the variants of COVID or anything, but like more people die every year from a bad diet. And the reason why these viruses are as bad as, as they are for a certain portion of the population is because of the absolute shit diets that we have that have given us pre-existing conditions. And I'm not saying hundred percent of the time in everyone's case, but in the majority, our diets are the problem. And they even have, they've done different studies showing that the vegan diet, people are 70 something percent less likely to contract COVID. And I'm not saying I'm, have you seen me? I've eight and a half months plus not been sick. Yeah, I take my kick out immune system support. Everyone should be on an immune system booster this day and age anyways, whether you take ours or not with Vitamin More Nutrition. But it's because I have a diverse diet and I always have, even when I ate animals things, I still ate my vegetables Wait, I ate not as much as I eat now, but I still ate a good enough amount and always took uh, a multivitamin, a whole food multivitamin, different things. And I've always been big on supplementation. So even what I lacked in my diet at the time, I was still getting nutrition, even though I do think it's better to get it from whole foods when you can. But it's not by accident. And all my friends that I know that are vegan have never been sick like and during all this. It's not a coincidence. And I'm not saying it can't happen because it can, but... It, there, there's some like we got to be informed on, on, on the things that's going on and what we're doing. Yeah, a lot of the vegan restaurants, man, you'll like it better than, than the regular versions on if you go to some of the ones in Vegas. There's a lot of athletes, top, top athletes that are vegan, and it doesn't get the publicity for because it, th this whole world, man, is it's all screwed up. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right, guys. We're going to go ahead and wrap up tonight's show. I got to take the dogs out for their nightly walk and uh, prepare my, my final meal and do more scar tissue work and a little bit more feed me more nutrition work uh, to wind down for the evening. I appreciate you joining me as always. And check out Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com. You can save 20% once again. Discount code Ryback Show 20. Have a great evening, ladies and gentlemen. And as always, stay hungry. Feed me more.